The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Uh, but now, farmers have raised fears on the future prices of food in the industry. A report conducted by the Irish Farmers Journal and by KPMG revealed a number of factors that are contributing to the hike in prices for uh, Irish consumers. And with me now is Lorcan Roach Kelly, agribusiness editor of the Irish Farmers Journal. Lorcan, good morning. Morning, Pat. Tell me about this survey and what was your objective? I, I suppose the objective, and it's, it's a report rather than a survey, I suppose, but the objective was to look at the fundamental building block of Irish agricultural industry, which is the land of Ireland. We had um, a new uh, map came out there recently by Tolta Erin, which is what we now call um, Ordnance Survey Ireland. And they did kind of almost a metre by metre look at the surface of Ireland and say, what's, what's here? And once we got that baseline of what was Ireland in, then the next week was, what's happening next with this? And the policy drives that are happening over the next okay. five the, First of all, were there any surprises in, in that map? I mean, there did, were a couple. Yeah. One thing was really surprised was how little grass there is. Like, you look what? at Ireland, you think Ireland is 80, 90% grass. Ireland is about 41% fully cultivated grass. About another 7 or 8% is what's called wetland grass, which is basically grass that rushes in it. So 50% is about what Ireland's grass cover is. And that's way below what we Who were taught. Who would have thought? We taught for What's years. the rest? Besides the, the built environment, the, the, the you know, cities. Is, is, is not a huge amount, but the rest is hedgerows. The rest is heathland, hillsides covering. The rest, there's a lot more forestry than we thought. Like Ireland's forestry is supposed to be about 9 or 10%. According to this report that uh, told you about, it's about 18.5%. They're including hedgerows and stuff like that uh, in it. But even take out the hedgerows, you're still at 15%. That's kind so, of good news in terms well, of it's, it's not. And this is carbon, the problem. I'm this, thinking of carbon sinks you, you and think, all that. You, the problem is, from a policy point of view, nobody cares where you are. It's where you're going that matters. And we see this a lot with our with farm policy. It's not like we don't want to have 15% forestry cover. We want to get 8,000 hectares of trees planted every year. And they're different things. If you already have 450,000 hectares of trees in, get the next... 50,000, 60,000 is difficult. If you only got 200,000 hectares of trees in, it's kind of easier to get that extra bit. And that's what we're seeing a lot with the policies that we're getting. It's not, I don't want to say we're running out of land, but we're running out of land in the right places. Like if you look at the southeast of Ireland, it's where we've got a lot of Ireland's tillage land. There's a drive right now to increase Ireland's tillage cover yeah. to 400,000 hectares. It's supposed to go up 8,000 hectares every year from 2022. It's fallen from 2022 to 2023. But, but uh, you can't make more land, right? You can't so, make more land. Now, you know? We know how the Brazilians uh, handle this. They just hack down the rainforest yes. to make uh, you, uh, land for crops or yes. for, for uh, grazing and so on. Yes. Uh, we're not about to do that. No, we don't have so, rainforest. So but how yes. do you, where do you get the land for tillage? Who do you take it from? Well, that's, that's exactly what the problem is. Like, it's a, there has to be a policy decision made somewhere to say, okay, what is our target? Because we're targeting everything at the moment. We're targeting tillage. We're targeting, we want more trees. We, we want more, more tillage. More tillage. We want the re-wet land. We want yeah. some land is high productive. We want that to become organic so the production falls off a cliff on that. We also want that the land is really good land in the southeast country. We want to put solar panels on top of that because then the land can't produce any, any food at all. Well, and in theory, th- you can have the panels and the cattle can, you know, walk. They're not, you know, cheek by jowl panels. There's, yes, there yes. is separation. But you're still reducing the overall input per hectare. Certainly, certainly the, you'll get less grass. You'll get less grass. And, but even then, for some place where it's growing crops, you say, well, that's definitely going to be food. Well, maybe crops are going to anaerobic digesters. There's a huge push to put, it, to put in more anaerobic digesting in the country, which is looking for 500 terawatts of that. It's, Joe, it's a pie in the sky target they have, but it's a target that's there for 2030. And to get that, you're going to get a lot of stuff. So who needs to grab this? I mean, you can't say the agriculture minister because you have to look at the energy minister and you have to look, look at, at the, the green minister, Mr. Vart. Yeah. I think there, there has to be like, I, oh God help us, there has to be a, a committee somewhere, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but there has to be a policy, a, a, a kind of an authoritative policy. What we've seen 
in Ireland, say, 10 years ago, we saw, like, it was a push for production. Milk quotas ended, dairy guys expanded, and they expanded kind of into where beef was, into where tillage was, and there was a great production story there. A lot of protein was produced out of Ireland. And what comes out is just getting protein out of the country. And that was brilliant. But then we said, okay, it's like, we're producing too many cows here, they're producing too much gas, we have to cut back the number of cows, that's become very controversial, that's still... Does that open. not free up land for tillage? It, it would free up land for tillage, but... Let's see what happens. Maybe the, the, the dairy farmers will just buy more land and have fewer cows to spread out the cows a bit thinner and therefore they'll reach their targets anyway. So the same number of cows, but more land taken over, less tillage. So it, it, like, there's trade-offs everywhere within this thing. And you need a policy somewhere that says, okay, this is what our target is. We want to produce X amount of protein. We produce it with Y amount of emissions and we need to figure a way to do you that. See, if, uh, you, if you had a, a, a strong government and we don't when you have a three-party government yeah. coalition, you don't have a strong government and you won't for the foreseeable future the way our electoral system works. But in theory, a strong Taoiseach's department would actually take control of this and say, okay, I've got all these ministers who've got various things. We're going to bring them into a room. We're going to knock heads together for a week and we'll come out with a policy that is coherent and sensible. Yes, and then you have to go to Europe with that policy and see how that policy flies over there because Europe has got its own policies as well that are also pushing against what's happening. Like I think you've seen the, the nature restoration laws coming to Europe at the moment have been a huge mm. factor in what's happening in land use in yeah. Ireland. So all these rules and regulations about sustainability and uh, the extra demands, as you've pointed out, for the fixed land mass of Ireland yes. um, are all kind of running into each other. Um, at the same time, you know, if farmers don't produce the food, somebody else will. And in fact, they do. The potatoes, yep. massive numbers of potatoes coming in from places like Egypt. Yep. So like, there was a dairy committee in Ireland this week from the United States. And they said they, they saw the headlines about the cow called here. And they said, well, we'll just produce the milk. So so it's kind of, it, it, there's the last page in this report is actually looking at like Ireland is uniquely unique position to how low impact is environmentally producing food because it's it's grassland, it's rain and it's sunshine. Yeah, why does that get no traction? I put that again and again to both the agriculture minister and the green ministers and I'm saying, look, we do this in the best way yes. possible rather than Even cattle and sheds and so on. The European on. Commissioner for Agriculture told Jairus Fermatrell two weeks ago in Brussels, he said, like, Ireland is a poster boy for how you do sustainable agriculture. And that's how it's seen from the European side of things. But in Ireland, things like we, because Ireland has got its own target within Ireland, they say you have to get twenty five percent reduction, and this is how you have to do it. And there's fourteen different policies in place. Pick a policy and hope it works out. Yeah, and that's good. Kind of, yeah. so, and, and then, of course, uh, the argument would be about you know we burn oil and gas here, and yes. um, we are you know we count the carbon on that. That yes. goes against us. Yes. We export meat and so on, and that, uh, that carbon it, is against us as well. It, absolutely, yes. that it, is it, not it, uh, fair. It, it is not fair. And also, if you look like your, your point about having a global food production thing, like the the, the the carbon has to be counted somewhere, but it should be counted where it's consumed. Rather than where it's because that's what we do with our oil that's and gas. That's what we do with oil and gas, and you'd at least find that Ireland's greenhouse mm. gas emissions are way lower, and it would increase the competition for experiment. Finally, finally, Lorcan, the question about the price of food. I mean, farmers would like to get more money at the farm gate yes. than they currently get, and I think when you see the work that goes into it, they probably deserve it. Um, the consumer, though, in spite of inflation and all the rest of it, is still spending historically much less of their total income yeah. on food than they used to, say, a couple of decades ago. Yeah, I think the consumer is perhaps a little bit behind the times where for years it was we want more of it and we want it for less. And that's what farmers were told. And they went, they could do that because they pushed productivity. They use science, they use chemistry, use everything to get the market production in. No. And that's fine. But now they're told this is to be sustainable. The price isn't there. You can't make the money. Where can people access this report? 
by today's Farmers Journal. It is in today's Farmers Journal, a 48-page report that comes out all by itself. Very good. Lorcan Roach-Kelly, Agribusiness Editor with the Irish Farmers Journal. Uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.